When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You can't miss Canty and Carlin, pound for pound, the biggest show on ESPN radio. And not just a loss for the Eagles, but potentially the loss of being in the running for the MVP award for Jalen Hurts. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN radio and on the ESPN app. We are presented by Progressive Insurance, 888-SAY-ESPN. 888-729-3776. That's your Dr. Pepper call-in line. And by the way, follow us on Twitter. You can be a part of the show on the Canty and Carlin call-in line and on Twitter as well, at Chris Carlin, at Chris Canty 99 The numbers for Jalen Hurts are not ones that jump off the page. They are incredibly impressive. But they are not numbers that right now are going to keep you in the MVP race when your team just lost their first game of the year. And I say that just because we know how this plays out in the NFL. Patrick Mahomes is already on pace to throw for the most yards in NFL history. Over 5,500 right now. Mm -hmm. We have Jalen Hurts, who has done a terrific job this season, but he is not going to end the year with numbers that are going to blow your mind. And as a result, if his team was not doing something uber special, like going undefeated, I think it's going to be extra, extra difficult for him to really, truly hang out in the MVP race. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think there's a little less, I guess, benefit of the doubt when it comes to looking at his raw numbers in terms of trying to quantify his impact. And by the way, I don't think they should look at just his raw numbers. I think that 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 doesn't measure who he is. No, it doesn't measure who he is, but I think it makes it, I guess it makes it an easy metric to judge a quarterback or a player's ability to have a positive impact on his team winning. And it's easy to see. It's more tangible if his team has an undefeated record. Now, if he guides his team to the best record in the National Football League at the end of the regular season, I think he'll still merit some consideration. But we want to see the numbers that pop out to you as a part of trying to explain the story of how Jalen Hurts has had this MVP ascension. And right now, you got guys like Tua and Patrick Mahomes lighting it up, and Patrick Mahomes specifically, because the guy's got 2,900 yards passing, 25 touchdowns, and seven picks. Like, it's hard to say that Jalen Hurts is more valuable to his team's success than what Patrick Mahomes is to his team's success, granted that Patrick Mahomes lost Tyree Kill, one of the most dangerous non-quarterbacks in the entire National Football League this offseason. So with Pat Mahomes still putting up those video game-like numbers and being on pace to break Peyton Manning's single-season passing record, I think that is what gives him the nod over guys like Tua and like Jalen Hurts. But I still think there is a path for Jalen. I do. What I think he has to do is be in the top five in passing yards. Right now he's 250, 260 yards from being in the top five in passing yards. He's got to have, you know, over 40 touchdowns combined with passing and rushing. Right now he's got 21. So if he can find a way to do those things and his team has the best record in all of football at the end of the regular season, 
I still think he'll be in the MVP conversation, but it's going to be pretty hard for anybody to dethrone Pat Mahomes right now doing what he's doing with the weapons that he's doing it with. Look, with Mahomes, what's most impressive is that you think about everybody talking about how much they were going to miss Tyreek Hill. Yeah. And he hasn't. He hasn't. He The only way in which they have missed Tyreek Hill is they don't take as many deep shots down the field. But I can argue in some cases the fact that they take a little more time off the clock, too, in some of these drives is not the worst thing in the world. Mm-hmm. It's not better, but it's not the worst thing in the world. And I do think they still have athletes on that offense, Kadarius Tony, if we saw it a little bit the other day, yeah. that are capable of being big deep play threats. And so with all of that in mind, Mahomes to me is still going to be in a runaway position. Yeah. The the only thing that you're going to look at, I think that will be markedly different, Chris, is that Mahomes will probably end up around 12 or 13 interceptions this year, whereas Jalen Hurts might end up with six. Yeah, I mean, there, there's that. You're, you're right about that. But I think the disparity in terms of the offense that they're they're leading, I mean, Patrick Mahomes' offense, and you talked about Tyreek Hill, you know, not not being there and the lack of the deep play ability. I mean, the Kansas City Chiefs still lead the NFL in completions of 20 or more yards. Mm-hmm. You know, the Kansas City Chiefs still lead the NFL in offensive EPA by a wide margin. Their offensive they're, EPA— There's just not a lot of, Car- as many Carlin, air yards. Carlin, put it that way. Their offensive EPA is 106.3. Mm-hmm. Miami Dolphins are second. You know what their offensive EPA is? I'm going to say it's probably in the low 90s. 64.7. Okay. <laughs> and they're number two. So that, th- th- think about that gap. That's how much better Pat Mahomes is than everybody else. Like the Miami Dolphins are two, and he's got uh, two has got Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, probably the fastest receiver duo in the entire league. The number three team is the Cincinnati Bengals. We ain't got to talk about all the weapons that those teams, that team has. Mm-hmm. So, and the Philadelphia Eagles are fourth. So all I'm simply saying is, when you look at the cast of characters that Pat Mahomes is working with, not to say that he doesn't have talent, but he doesn't have the weapons that Tua has or Joe Burrow or Jalen Hurts or Josh Allen. He just doesn't. And yet he finds a way to continue to be productive. And so I think by virtue of the productivity and the overall record, I think the Kansas City Chiefs are going to give Pat Mahomes the platform to have the inside track to win the MVP. Hurts went from plus 280 last night to plus 600 to win the MVP just based off of the one game. Yeah. And you well, know, that just speaks to what we've been saying, right? right. right. Well, Some be- of the shine is going to come off when you don't have that O in the loss column. That's just what it is. Well, the other guy that really got a huge boost out of last night was Tua Tonga-Vailoa. We sat here yesterday, and I was giving you odds that Tua's numbers over the weekend had dropped from 12-1 to 1 to 9-1. to 1. After last night, Tua's odds to win the MVP are down to five to one. Hmm. I mean, I told you at the time yesterday, you're going to jump on it, jump on it now, because you're not going to end up getting much more value here with Tua coming. And Chris, it is amazing to me that that's still going to be a discussion uh, when it comes to the MVP. Even though you and I probably both feel he's not the best player on their team. <laughs> You know, that Tyreek Hill is the most valuable player to the Dolphins than anybody else. But all of that aside, the fact that it's even a question lets you know that I don't know if Tua is the actual MVP of the entire league if you can't say definitively that he's the best player on his team. With Jalen, 
if I'm going to look at the end of the year and I'm going to see the Eagles sitting there at 14 and 2, or 15 and 2, 15 and 2, yep. it's going to be awfully hard for me to not look at whatever his numbers end up being and say, hey, this is the guy. This this is my MVP. Well, if he's and I know Mahomes is going to be if, off. The if chart. he's fifteen and two, and Pat Mahomes is thirteen and four, both of them have the number one seed in their respective conferences. Yeah, Pat Mahomes accounts for ten to twelve more touchdowns than Jalen Hurts, and maybe fifteen hundred more yards passing. Are you are you going to say that Jalen Hurts is the MVP over Pat Mahomes? Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. Exactly. Probably not. But. Which is why I say it's going to be hard for anybody to dethrone Pat Mahomes from being the MVP. And a big part of why we talk about all of these other MVP candidates, Carlin, is because we've become desensitized to what Pat Mahomes does. You were calling the game against the Jaguars and Arrowhead this past Sunday, and you said you looked down at the score sheet and you saw four touchdowns for Pat Mahomes. You yeah. were like, what the hell? Like, you couldn't believe it yourself because it seemed like a whole hum performance. But that's where we've been conditioned with Pat Mahomes. His greatness and his consistency is just on another level from everybody else. And we keep trying to identify the next big thing at quarterback while not appreciating the greatness of the guy that we got. Because Pat Mahomes is quietly putting together the best season of his pro career. And that's saying a lot. It is saying a lot. Because the guy has hosted four consecutive conference championship games. I, I, I'll tell you, and, and the other thing I'll say about them too in that discussion is that they have put a real premium on home field in Kansas City. Yes, sir. They have really put a premium well, it's, it's on worked that. out for them, hasn't it? It has. <laughs> so why change it? Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app. The bigger question out of last night, after the Eagles actually lose, is the division now in question? One of us thinks so. One of us does not. You'll find out who, and we'll make our cases next. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Canty and Carlin. Here's the problem. What's up? When I went to even spell something, what am I doing? Who am I, who I, am I trying to impress? I trying to prove something yeah, to exactly. you. Yeah, exactly. The fact who that you can to spell relax yeah. or, you know. R E E Q. Yeah. R E L A X. Right. Well, let's, let's give Aaron Rodgers credit. He was able to spell relax a lot better than Tony Richardson spelled Jets. And certainly a lot better than I could. Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> Poor Tony. J E T E. It's four letters, Tony. It's four <laughs> letters, bro. Four. 
Anyway, we digress. KJ Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app. I'm sorry, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. The NFC East did not get a whole lot more interesting in terms of who win and who is winning the division. But how can you say that? I can say that with the Giants being one game out of first place. I could say that because number one. We understand that this was one game for the Philadelphia Eagles, and they have by far been the best team in that division all season. Mm-hmm. Number two, and I don't think you you thoroughly disagree with me on this. They're seven and two, but yet there are still a lot of questions around the Giants. Sure, but they keep winning football games. Mm-hmm. They well, keep winning games. So Carl. did the Eagles until last night. Well, so they did. So until last night, they've won one less than the Giants have. They've won two less than the Cowboys have. And I, I look at it, and I'm not going to sit here and make all of my judgments off of a game where they turned it over three times, and I'm not counting the last one, uh, and it turned into 10 points, when the rest of the year they have been so good at taking care of the football. It was, to me, one of those nights. Now, yes, Washington ran the football they, they didn't kill them in terms of production, but they killed them in terms of attempts. And sometimes that's all you need. Mm-hmm. It's about the attempts more so than it's about the actual productivity because if you can sustain drives, which they proved to be able to do by converting on third downs, then you're able to eat up the clock. Carlin, you're talking about the Eagles running 47 total plays in that game versus the Commanders who ran 81 plays in that game. So to me, the 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 story of that game was yes the turnovers in part but it was also the commanders being able to sustain drives going 12 or 21 on third downs the fact that the eagles defense couldn't get off the field was a problem and teams are going to look at the things that that commander's offense did that the eagles struggled with and they're going to try to replicate those they are especially when you have running outfits like the new york giants and like the dallas cowboys in the division and within striking distance for first place now the interesting curveball that could shake up the division standings is where Odell Beckham Jr. lands. I think that could be that could be the difference in a team winning the division. If Odell signs with the Dallas Cowboys, do you feel differently about the Eagles winning the division? I would say yes. If Odell signs with the Giants, do I feel differently about the Eagles winning the division? I would say yes. So to me, these teams are a lot closer than what we thought they were going into last night's game, and the Washington Commanders just exposed that. Boy, you have just bailed on them. I'm not bailing on the Eagles. They're a really good team. I still think this is a really good roster top to bottom. Now, do I think they're by far and away the best team in the National Football League? No, I don't. I can't say that sitting here today. They're not playing the best football of any team in the NFL today. They're just not. Did you feel that yesterday at this point? Well, Carlin, here's what I'll say. The Thursday night game, coupled with what I saw last night on Monday night, Mm -hmm. their inability to stop the run defensively has me concerned. It does, because it makes you vulnerable to teams that can run the football because all they have to do is play keep away from your offense. And as great as Jalen Hurts and that offensive line and all of the weapons that the Eagles have, as great as those guys are, they can't be great and light up the scoreboard if they're not on the damn field. And that's exactly what the Washington Commanders proved last night. They dominated time of possession, Carlin. Dom- Carlin, they had the ball for over 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. They dominated you can't. It's hard to win football games when the other team has the ball for over 40 minutes. Yeah, listen, I, I get this about the Eagles and stopping the run, but am I all of a sudden supposed to believe that the Minnesota Vikings are a better team than the Philadelphia Eagles are? 
because they happened to lose at the wrong time? I mean, I, I'm sorry, the Eagles, it, while they might have trouble stopping the run, I, I do know the most important status points, and they've given up the third fewest in the league. And that's great, Carlin. I, I, I understand that they've given up the third fewest points in the league. That's awesome that they're ranked like that in scoring defense, but you just saw last night that they're capable of getting got by almost anybody that can run the football. You're, you're trying to... I take that back. The seventh fewest points in the league. Seventh fewest points in the league. They're third in total defense. But yeah. here's the thing, Carlin. The fact that they can't stop the run with Jordan Davis out of the lineup changes how we look at the Philadelphia Eagles in terms of their formula for success and their path to victory that they like to utilize. It does. Because their defense likes to be able to get after the quarterback. If they can make you one-dimensional by their offense scoring points and their defense stopping the run early in the games on early downs and distances... Then all of a sudden, those pass rushes can pin their ears back. Those those coverages get a little more complex because you're running more nickel and dime. It changes things. But the commanders didn't have to worry about any of that last night because they dictated the terms in which the game would be played. And all I'm simply saying is other teams are going to look at that blueprint and try to execute it. Did they, In your estimation, did they lose the game last night because they couldn't stop the run? Or did they lose the game See, last here's night? The thing. You think well, that they, you, you're framing it as if the Eagles lost the game last night, and I'm going to frame it as the Commanders beat the Philadelphia Eagles because that's what I saw. And we might have a difference of opinion in I terms of do. what that nuance is. I thought the Commanders won that football game last night much more than the Eagles gave it away. See, I thought the Eagles gave it away with the turnovers. That's that's where the biggest difference was But the turnovers for me. were forced, Carlin. The turnover yes. with Quez Watkins was a forced turnover. The guy stripped them. Yeah. That happened. I understand. But we what do we do? We always talk about turnovers being the biggest factor in games. Yes, and but they're forced turnovers. It's not like the guys dropping the ball. We're marveling over the fact that, <laughs> that, that leading into yesterday that Jalen Hurts had only thrown two interceptions all year. We're marveling. We're patting him on the back for that. So then today, after they turn it over three times, and Quez Watkins is, is getting up, untouched and what do you know somebody's behind him and trying to strip the ball that happens i if if i'm going to excuse one of the two it would be goddard having had his head twisted yeah. and getting hurt on the play yeah but the quest watkins one i i don't get the it. one off my of point. aj brown's hands yeah yeah I, the the point for me is simply this they have not been this team nine out of ten games this year they have taken care of the ball nine out of ten games so I'm going to believe that two of those three turnovers, uh, again, aside from the last one, that led to 10 points was the difference for me. And, yes, running it 49 times says something about something. I don't think, as much as we can say they gave the blueprint to other teams, it's not certainly definitive that other teams are going to be able to run the football with that kind of acuity. All I'm going to say is this. We said the same thing about the Buffalo Bills two weeks ago when they lost to the New York Jets. Mm -hmm. And the Buffalo Bills followed up with losing to the Minnesota Vikings in overtime at home. And gave up an 81-yard touchdown And the Buffalo Bills look like one of the most vulnerable teams in the conference right now. They do. Maybe they will be in two weeks. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. I've already... I already saw it two weeks ago with the Houston Texans game on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. And now it feels like it's a follow-up, and it's continuing to be a problem with them defensively in the Monday night game against the Commanders. Cantia Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app were presented by Progressive Insurance. Not often you get to talk to a Hall of Famer. There is one Hall of Famer who says you should not sleep on Saturday. Pun, Cantia and Carlin, ESPN Radio. After the latest college football playoff rankings are announced, 
Hear from Committee Chair Boo Corrigan with Freddie and Fitzsimmons at 930 Eastern on ESPN Radio. You can also listen on Sirius XM Channel 80, the ESPN app, or on your smart speaker. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Canty and Carlin. So much fascinating stuff off of this weekend. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Led by that Jalen Hurts conversation we are just having a moment ago in the Philadelphia Eagles. Right now, we get a chance to welcome in a Football Hall of Fame coach. He is Tony Dungy, who joins Canty and Carlin right now on ESPN Radio. Tony, we really appreciate the time. How you doing? Hey, gentlemen. Doing great. Good to be with you, too. We really appreciate it. And, you know, Tony, let's just get to the Eagles from last night, from what you saw. Chris and I have had this discussion. There's been a lot of debate. This is a 9-1 and football team. Is last night more concerning for Philadelphia than just their first loss of the year? In other words, was there a blueprint that was given to some other teams last night? No, I don't think so. I mean, that's the way you have to play Philadelphia. You've got to try to keep the ball away from them. They're so explosive on offense. You can't let that uh, pass rush up front get after you, so you've got to try to run the ball. Uh, Not everybody is going to be able to do it as well. And you have to realize that uh, Philadelphia missed on a, a couple big plays, you know, uh, Watkins, if he catches that ball in stride and not off balance, he runs in for a touchdown. They take the lead, and uh, it, it may be a different story. So uh, I'm, I'm not overly concerned. Uh, I, I do think that as the weather gets colder, running the ball and run defense becomes much more important. Philadelphia can run it. Now they've got to show people that they can stop the run. Coach, I want to turn to a franchise that you know well, the Indianapolis Colts. They made waves a couple of weeks ago when they hired Jeff Saturday to be their interim head coach. There are a lot of people that have a lot of mixed feelings about what happened. What was your take on Jim Ursay making that call, as well as what Jim Ursay had to say about Jeff Saturday, I guess, affirming his decision with the win on Sunday? Well, I, I was very surprised when he let Frank Wright go, and I, I didn't see that coming. I always like to, for those owners to let their coaches work through the, the problems, and I think Frank's a good man and a good coach. They've been to the playoffs before. I would have liked to have seen that play out. But once it doesn't, once he makes the decision for whatever reason, and I don't know why he decided to terminate Frank, but once you do, in the season, there's very few options. You can't hire anybody else from another team. 
So you're limited to the guys on your staff or someone out of the game. Now, I know for a fact what Jim was looking for. Hey, I, I need a leader. I need somebody who can energize the building, somebody who's a people person that's going to bring people together. And my offensive line is probably the most underperforming. I've got a very high-paid offensive line, talented, and they're not doing the job. So when you look at it that way, Jeff Saturday makes a lot of sense for the short run. And I'm not saying that this is a long-term decision. This was what are we going to do to win eight games this year that's still left on our schedule? Uh, And to me it made sense because he knows Jeff. He knows Jeff's a leader. He knows the respect that Jeff has. And Jeff had been around the team. He'd been there in training camp. He'd been a, a part-time coach assisting in, during training camp. He knew the terminology. He's familiar with the offense. So a lot of things made sense. He, what, he didn't have experience, uh, and, and that was the big thing. But I think Jim Irsay got what he was looking for. And on Sunday, you saw an energized team that came back three different times in the fourth quarter. You saw a team that had a different plan of attack. They ran the ball with Jonathan Taylor. They threw quick. Matt Ryan had been sacked more than any quarterback in the league. They're playing against a good pass rushing team, only sacked one time. I think a lot of that was by design and how how they did it. So uh, there was a lot to be said. Was it uh, kind of uh, a different way of doing things? Absolutely. Tony Dungy, the Hall of Fame head coach, joining us, former coach of the Colts, and, of course, the Buccaneers as well. Um, What will make Jeff successful as a head coach if if that's the route that they do go long-term? Well, first of all, he's very smart. He's a leader. He's a guy that studied the game. And people don't realize how much he's involved in the offense when, when he was playing. Uh, the center is making all the line calls. He's sitting in with Peyton Manning. They're discussing things. How are we going to block this? We see this look. What do we do? So he's, he's a very offensive-minded guy. He's also a leader. I mean, he was one of the guys that always came to me if there were things going on on the team. Uh, he, he was elected captain as a, as a free agent player that that tells you something right there um so there's a lot of things he's also a great person a people person and uh jim mercy knew what he was going to get from him is it going to transmit into long-term success i I don't know but uh we tend to make this coaching thing much more complicated than it is uh x's and o's are great but bringing people together uh energizing people uh, going through the tough times and, and being able to relate to everybody. That, that's more of what it's all about. And uh, there, there are a lot of coaches who have a lot of experience and have a lot of great schemes that aren't going to be great head coaches. And uh, I think vice versa is also true. Coach, we got Mahomes versus Herbert part two this year on Sunday Night Football mm. this oh, week. Yeah. And I know Football Night in America that starts 7 p.m. Of course, you're on it with Maria Taylor uh, and Jason Garrett. And I got to ask, what is the aspect of this game that you're looking most forward to breaking down and covering this week? You know what? I'm looking at pass protection and pass rush. I think that's what's going to win this, this game. And, um, you know, Kansas City doesn't want to run the ball, even though you know the Chargers are giving up 150 yards a game. I don't think they're going to attack them running the ball. And the Chargers are not a run-first team. This is going to be those two quarterbacks throwing the ball. So what's going to determine? There's some injuries on both sides on the offensive line. So Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa, are they going to have a better night than Frank Clark and Chris Jones? That, to me, I'm focusing on those four guys, and I think those four guys are going to determine who wins the game. 
Tony, at this point, is Patrick Mahomes running away with the MVP? I don't think so. I think there's there's a lot uh, that, that's going to play out. You know, we'd say everybody was on Josh Allen's bandwagon until two weeks ago. Jalen Hurts has been playing as well as anybody. Um, I talked about Tua Tungavailoa last week. He's undefeated when he starts and finishes. He's in the top five in, in almost every passing category. They're doing some tremendous things there. Um, there there's some other guys who uh, have their teams in, in shape. And then I think you always have to look at the Derrick Henrys and, you know, those people as the weather gets colder, you know, some of those guys are going to factor in as well. So it's going to be interesting coming down the stretch. Mahomes is playing great. Uh, they're lighting up the scoreboard. If they keep winning, uh, he's definitely going to be in the conversation. But there's a few guys that could still win it, I think. Coach, last one from me. You know good head coaches when you see him. Who's running a well, let me not say running away, but who's your leader in the clubhouse as far as coaches of the year is concerned this season? Well, I love what Nick Sirianni has done there in Philadelphia. I think he has tailored an offense to, to Jalen Hurts. They're, they're playing great ball. Mike McDaniel has certainly uh, reinvented that Miami team. Kevin O'Connell, same way in Minnesota. The atmosphere in Minnesota is so much different. We're going to have them on Thanksgiving night, and I can't wait because those players are playing with passion. They're playing with emotion. They're coming back, and a lot of that has to do with Kevin O'Connell. So uh, I think there's, there's been quite a few new coaches who, who are going to be in the talk. But then look at Mike Vrabel and what he's done there. You know, you lose your starting quarterback for a couple of weeks. They're still in the hunt uh, in the AFC South. And, uh, you know, it, it's just uh, a, a lot of coaches have done a good job this year. Tony, we appreciate the time very much. Thanks so much. And, of course, it's football night in America on Sunday in a great game between the Chiefs and the Chargers. Thanks again, Coach. Hey, appreciate it. Good talking with you guys. Yep, Tony Dungy, the Pro Football Hall of Fame head coach. And, listen, I I know that there's a lot of positivity around Jeff Saturday. Mm -hmm. I still think, even off the win the other day, that there is – a massive, massive learning curve that they are working with there. And for the rest of the year, that's great. But I I, I kind of am getting the sense that maybe Jeff Saturday turns into the, like the, the football version of the producers where they were trying to fail and they end up doing really well. <laughs> well, sometimes it's about being able to delegate responsibility when you're in a leadership role. And yeah. Jeff Saturday might be the person to empower the coordinators and the position coaches in order to do their job at a higher level than what Frank Reich did. So you never know. The Giants are just one game back of the Eagles now with two games head-to-head still to come. So uh, Big Blue, a good bet or a bad bet? Oh, that's right. Good bet, bad bet on the way. Right after I tell you about this from our good friends at FanDuel. Now look, football season We are right in the thick of it, aren't we? We are. So now is the perfect time to download FanDuel Sportsbook, America's number one sportsbook. Because right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. It's free bets back if your bet doesn't win. Sign up with promo code PLAY. The app is safe, secure, super easy to use. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. So sign up today with promo code PLAY play and you're gonna get your no sweat first bet make sure every moment is more this season with FanDuel 
official sportsbook partner of 21 the NFL. plus in select states. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as is non-withdrawable free bets that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9 with it in Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP Louisiana. one 877 8 Hope NY or text Hope NY to 467-369 in New York. Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Canty and Carlin. Well, we like to wager. It's what we like to do. Generally, we, we like to, to make you money. Love to do it. Yeah. We didn't make any money last night, unfortunately. But we'll give you an opportunity later on. Hopefully to do just that, maybe make it back. But we, more importantly, sometimes we like to get into whether something would be a good bet or a bad bet, which leads us to this segment on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. And the name of it is yeah, Good, Better, Bet. We've got the odds. What are the odds? Now it's your turn to decide. May the odds be ever in your favor. Is that a good bet or a bad bet? It's hosted by Evan Wilner, our producer. Evan, the floor is yours. Jalen Hurts is now plus 600 to win MVP. It was plus 280 going into last night. So at plus 600, Chris Carlin, is that a good bet or a bad bet? Bad bet. I'm not out on him altogether, but I think it's extremely difficult for Jalen Hurts with Patrick Mahomes in front of him to win the MVP this season. I'm going to say bad bet. Yeah, I'm going to lean toward bad bet, too, although I will say if if Jalen Hurts can lead his team to the best record in all of football and have 40-plus touchdowns when you combine passing and rushing, then I think he's got a strong case to be made. But Pat Mahomes is putting together the best season of his pro career as far as I'm concerned, and he's had an opportunity to smash Peyton Manning's single-season passing record. So, I mean, 
it's an uphill climb for Jalen Hurts to try to get to MVP. I just don't think he makes it happen. All right, how Next. about – Oh, yep, Green Bay Packers are minus three hosting Tennessee on Thursday night football. Are the Packers giving the three points a good bet or a bad bet, Chris Canty? I'm going to say bad bet. And even though they're at home and, you know, the short week usually favors the home team, that Tennessee Titans bunch is feisty. And they are physical and they are going to play this game in a phone booth. That game plan that the Packers had on offense, yeah, that's probably not going to work against that front seven for Tennessee. Good luck with that because Tennessee is the number one run defense in the National Football League. So, yeah, I'm going to say that's a bad bet. I'm going to lean toward the team that's won five out of their last six games, the Tennessee Titans, or six out of the last seven, excuse me. Yeah, I would say it's a bad bet. Yeah. And part of it is because Tannehill came back this past week, but part of it is that Derrick Henry's going to run the ball down their throats. How about that? <laughs> Let's just make it clear. That's what's going to happen. Next! Next! The Chargers, we talked about it. They are hosting Kansas City on Sunday Night Football. They are plus seven. The Chargers getting seven points hosting the Chiefs. Is that a good bet or a bad bet, Chris Carlin? That's that's a bad bet. Um, so I'm watching the Chiefs this past weekend. They played poorly, uh, and they still won by ten points. They turned it over three times. I can't imagine that's going to happen again. And I, I just, I don't have enough faith in the Chargers right now. I really don't. I know they played it tight the other night, but it's not like it was, you know, 35-32. I, I have lost my Charger mojo that I had at the beginning of the year. So I'm going, bad bet, lay the seven. Yeah, I mean, you got to score points to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Over the last four games, the Los Angeles Chargers are averaging 19 points a game. So... Yeah, I want to say bad bet. Next. Canty, your Giants are now plus 900, only one game back of the Eagles to win the division. Plus 900, is that a good bet or a bad bet for the Giants to win the division? Boy, I like the value. Yeah. I want to say good bet, baby. Let's Boy. go. Good bet. I like it. They're only one game out of first, and they get to play the Philadelphia Eagles twice, and they struggle stopping the run. And one thing the New York Giants can do is, is they can run the football. So I'm going to say good bet. Let's go Giants. Wow. I I think the Eagles are winning this division. I don't think it's going to be much of a discussion. But 9-1. to Plus 900. Yeah, buddy. Do it. Do it. We may have to hop on that as a show right there. Say it. Let's go Big Blue. Giants at plus 900. It's yes, a good bet. Yes, sir. That's a good the bet. The odds, that's a very good May bet. May the odds be in your favor. Yeah. I'm right. telling you. They are there. Could you imagine if they won the division? That'd be, that'd be loco. Joe Shane and Brian Dable in year one with questions about your quarterback and questions about you know the overall feel like? talent level? You know what it would feel like? It would feel an awful lot like the Giants winning it. This is a little too far back, but uh, Jim Fossil's first year in 97. Yes. Danny Cannell was the quarterback. I remember it, would, it well. It would feel something similar to that, where it's a team that nobody really thought was all that great, yet somehow they found a way to win the division. Canty and Carlin, weekdays at 3 Eastern on ESPN Radio. You can also listen and watch on the ESPN app. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, 
We know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 